the scary season is upon us. And unlike other scary seasons that we've experienced this year, this scary season will be full of ghoulish, ghostly, and creepy apparitions. So beware, it's the ghastliest of all goblins. It's Lupin Larry, Guardians of Geek. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, Meta-human destruction on a global scale. <laughs> and psychopathic serial hauntings. <laughs> There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Lupin Larry, Guardians of Geek. Guardians of Geek. I am Loop. And I'm Larry. <laughs> we are here October and happy Thanksgiving if you just celebrated Thanksgiving like we did. Yep. Thanksgiving is like the week of like never-ending food into the gullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a week-long celebration of being thankful for how much food you have <laughs> to eat. And, 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 then, and then we, next... had, we had smaller groups like we're supposed to have smaller yeah. groups this year. So basically it's like the same amount of turkey and food with less people. So now it's like uh, there's like I can have leftovers for the next like two weeks. Yeah. Well, we did ours on Sunday, and it is now today. It is Tuesday, and we are on day three of leftovers. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I could eat leftover turkey forever. Oh, it's my favorite. It's so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> we are into Halloween month. Yeah, I love yep. it. Loop and Larry's favorite time of year. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, and uh, of course with Halloween. Usually you're watching some horror movies and things, but uh, first let's just start out with uh, what we're geeking out about this week. And uh, Larry, something, something's hot, something's new right now on Netflix. Oh, so uh, this past Friday, uh, the sequel to The Haunting of Hill House came out on yes. Netflix. Haunting of Hill House is, has become one of my like favorite horror television shows of all time. I, I've watched it now three times all the way through. So I was so excited to, uh, to see the sequel and, and to have it go. So as soon as it launched, I tucked right in. <laughs> and, and, and in like two days, I binged the whole thing. So you've so watched I, the whole thing now. I have watched the whole season now. And it is fantastic. It is? So, okay, good. Okay, but so here's, here's the disclaimer. Okay. Um, because if you go on social media and and look up like reviews of just people like people who are talking about their experience with it, it's predominantly negative okay. um it's 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 been crazy this is like this is like um uh like the last jedi all over again oh no so yeah it's it's like people just hating hating this thing but then you have like a segment of people who like absolutely think it's amazing so just before, I don't want to spoil any of it because it's, it's so good, but just be aware that it is not at all like the first season. Yeah. So don't go into it thinking that it's like full of jump scares and like, like scary, scary horror. It's not overly scary. Um, and there aren't very many jump scares, but it's super creepy and it's very character driven. So 
it's a it's a slow burn like don't go in expecting tons of action and <laughs> lots of like like ghostly crazy things um but it so it's a very slow burn but it, the ending is amazing it totally pays, pays pays off and i don't think it's it's a spoiler at all to say that it's um it's a gothic romance it's not it's not even so much a ghost story there are lots of ghosts it's a, it's definitely a haunting but it's predominantly a romance which is it's really hard hitting like it's 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 a really hard hitting romance so just be aware going in that you're not going to get a carbon copy of hill house so it's not that same story um but it, and, I, and personally i was glad that they did it that way because yeah. if they did two seasons of the same thing i would think okay is this all we're going to get like we're just going to get like every season is going to be another scary jump scare ghost story. This is not that. So they've, they've taken it into a different direction, but it's definitely in the haunting, the haunting universe. Like it's definitely part of uh, what they're, what they're building on here. But uh, so just be aware of that going in, but I was totally, totally committed to this thing. I, I just thought it was great. And I've actually watched the first two episodes again. <laughs> that's so, hilarious. Uh, so to yeah. sum up, it's terrible. Okay, let's move on. That's, and that, uh, that's, where, <laughs> that's where most people stopped listening, actually. <laughs> it's terrible? Well, and I'm out. <laughs> I watched the first four episodes. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I've seen the first four. I, I still have five more to go. And I'm loving it, like, so far. Oh, good. I, and what I like about it so far is it's not all jump scares, but when there oh. is something kind of creepy going on, uh, this part I'll give away, just a little tiny part, where she's in the basement, and there's yep. a whole pile of dolls, which, as you know, I hate dolls. Oh, it's And I don't horrible. like them in real life. I, like, yep. it's the one thing I am actually, like, legit scared of. Yeah. Uh, and one of them, like, it, and you can barely see it in the background, but one of them moves, and I'm like, what? Just literally... Yeah, it literally just turns ahead. Turns yeah, but it's, it's not even, like, focused on. It's just sort no. of maybe catch it in the background. Yeah. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that scares me more than, like, the jump scares. Like, it's yeah. just, this series so far, by four episodes, I'm loving it. It's, it's so good. And just the ending, like, it's, okay, so, again, not to give anything away, but when it, when the credits finished rolling, I literally sat in silence for probably five or six more minutes. Like, literally <laughs> just staring at the TV, like, trying to take in what what i like the whole the whole thing it, it was so powerful it, it does it, it creates a mood for sure yes. and it's it you know a show's good when you finish watching it and you're looking around your house for stuff you're like yes, yes. so okay so here's that's the thing <laughs> so about midway through it was about episode five or something and this didn't happen to me at all during hill house like i didn't have these moments necessarily during hill house but there was after about season five, I went, I, like I had a shower the next morning and I was in the shower and I literally creeped myself out thinking about like things that could be when I open up the shower curtain or oh, yeah. not that there's like, like ghouly things or, but just, I freaked myself out thinking about living in that world. And it just, it literally creeped me out the next day. <laughs> and then that's awesome. Like, it totally stuck with me. And you can see, I'm actually sitting in front of Hill House, or uh, Bly Manor right now. Oh, yeah. yeah Is it I the same house come... inside as the no. other one? It looks almost exactly the same. Like, it's, I haven't, I haven't like, looked at them. I haven't looked at them, like, back to back. But the staircase, it wasn't the staircase like that in the last one, too. Uh, there, was, there was a staircase, but it wasn't. The, the layouts are similar. I think the houses are probably the same era. Yeah. like the same age so the architecture is similar but they're definitely different different houses um especially when they start walking through the halls and and that sort of thing it's it's definitely a different a different vibe but man because it's so slow because it like is a slow burn 
you expect things to happen and they don't necessarily and it creates so like this it's, be, it's better it, the tension is better in this one because it's yeah. i mean i like that other stuff too there's some pretty yeah. cool scenes in the last one but this one it's had a couple just little little moments and things that are i'm like it's it's actually creepier yes that way because your mind starts to add things into the into the show that aren't there yeah and that's what makes it so good Exactly. Yeah, I I cannot recommend this show enough, especially this time of year. It's it's fall. It's cool outside. It gets dark early, and this show is just so perfectly timed. I I just I I it's it's a big one for me. I'll I'll watch it at least probably at least two more times. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it. Like we started watching it yesterday, and I was like, next thing you know, it's four episodes in. Yep. <laughs> like, okay, I gotta I gotta go to bed because it's. <laughs> yeah. But but on top of watching all those, you've done some other uh, cool Halloween things this month. Yeah, so um, remember when we used to watch like a couple horror, like horror movies on Halloween night or like maybe the night before? Now uh, the horror fans have extended this now to 31 days of horror where yeah. you can watch 31 horror movies, like one a day if you want. I'm doing 31 throughout the month because obviously it's not easy all the yeah. time to watch one a day. Like it doesn't always work out. So yeah. um, I'm just watching 31. So I am now at 17 horror movies that That's I've watched. Crazy. So I've got, seen, but it's only the 13th of uh, it's oh yeah I've been flying through these things I've been like yeah. watching them so my main one I'm watching through the whole day I'm, I'm gonna watch all the Friday the 13th again uh-huh. so that's that's gonna be the basis of these 31 and I'm so I'm watching a couple of those well, well that'll watching. take you that'll that'll take you to what about 28 right yeah. there? <laughs> well there's 12 there's 12 of them oh, all okay. together so uh I've been kind of watching those I'll watch a couple of them and then I'll watch something a couple other movies and then come back to Friday the 13th because I found last year I watched all the hall uh, the uh Halloween movies last year oh right and that's yeah. all I watched I just watched all of those last year and I found when you watched them back to back to back to back you yep. sort of need a, a cleanser in between because they, they they become kind of the same after a while so it's yep. nice to have a few movies in between so um some of the ones I've watched this year I've watched Psycho the oh, like the original 1960 Psycho which is awesome not the uh, uh, remake with uh no no <laughs> the shot I, for shot that was horrible. No, I skipped the remake I, I thought about watching it after but yeah. uh Psycho alone is just so good. So good. Um, Babadook. I've never seen it before. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've never seen that yep. movie. Did, Did you, you like seen it? it? Yes. I found the kid incredibly irritating. Oh. Like, <laughs> to the point where I was cheering on the Babadook to get him. Because I was like, this kid is the most annoying kid I've ever seen on screen. The movie was well done. And I enjoyed yeah. it. I just found that kid extreme. I know he was supposed to be irritating. Right. But I found him like irritating almost to the point where I wanted the Babadook to get him. <laughs> I was cheering on the Babadook. <laughs> and I like saying Babadook a lot. That's Babadook. And then I've watched, so I've watched Friday the 13th up to part six, Jason Lives. Okay. So I've watched all this. When's the last time you've watched a Friday the 13th movie? Um, I, I watched Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th last year. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, they are varied in how good they are. Like they get yeah. kind of, they always add these, the later ones, they start adding these goofy characters in. Like there'll be like a hillbilly that's really goofy or just somebody that's just like a goofy cop. And it's just, right. it's so unnecessary. Like it just takes away from the whole movie. Like, yeah. and, uh, and they get away from the actual, like for Friday 13th, kids out of camp, Jason kills them. That's all you need. You don't need that's any it. like people in like psychiatric wards and all that kind oh. of these, these side stories. Just put a bunch of kids in a camp. Jason goes after them. That's all you need. That's, that's it. It. <laughs> it could just be a new camp with every movie. Yeah, like they they started with that, and then they started doing all these extra like these these characters that would run from one movie to the next, and it was just like stop it, like it's yeah. just getting 
it's I, I remember now how like how watered down it got after a while. Um, yeah. Theater of Blood I watched as oh, well with Vincent that, Price. Yes, that is such a that's Vincent Price like just unleashed. Like it's is so it, good. I've it's, never seen that's on Shutter now, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Shutter. Yeah, okay, I own yeah. it as well. But it's it's uh it's it's worth a watch. It's really it's really really good. And just a couple other ones. Uh, I watched uh, Poltergeist, which I haven't nice. seen in a long time. You know those movies you just haven't seen in a while. Yeah, um, Poltergeist, uh, which is, I think would be a fun one for us to discuss. Actually, I think so too. I don't it's, know when the last time you saw it was, but it's uh, uh, a couple of years. It's yeah. been a few years. Yeah, Amityville I, Horror, I, which I haven't seen in forever. Oh, I love that movie. I I still think it's a great movie. Yeah, and then uh, the other one I watched, which I had never seen, is Tusk. I still never seen it. It is so bizarre. It I is don't like, even know. I don't know anything about it. It's a Kevin Smith movie. It's a horror movie. Oh, right. And uh, it is just like I can't even describe it. It's so weird. Like, is it good weird? It's good weird. Like it's, oh, okay. but it's 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 very bizarre. Very bizarre. It, so doesn't somebody grow tusks? Is that what it is? It's it's weird. Okay. You have to watch. I can't even describe it because it it kind of gives it away, and it's just uh, so bizarre. So, all right. If you have a chance to watch that, maybe we can even watch it for this. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, but it's uh, okay. there's a couple of good suggestions in there for. Uh, for us to watch for the for definitely for this our for our pop capacitor for october for sure excellent so well this is uh, there's so many movies just on that i, I haven't been doing the thir- the 31 days as much I, as much as i'd love to <laughs> I, I haven't done it is that's really hard but um but i did with my son and my wife and son the other night they wanted to watch some kind of horror movie but they're not really into like horror like yeah. hardcore horror my son likes it but my wife not so much so we ended up watching tim burton's frankenweenie Oh, yeah. I forgot about see, that movie. I, it's really, really good. I haven't seen it since it came out, but it's an it's a great like family horror movie or yeah. uh, Halloween movie, um, and it's really dark. Like it gets there are some scenes in there that are really dark. Like for a Disney movie, it, yeah. we were questioning whether it was like PG thirteen or it. There's some dark stuff that goes on in there, but it is it's so brilliant. And then we realized that there are a lot of stop motion animation movies that are very halloweeny because there's that one there's nightmare before christmas there's uh paranorman uh um, oh, about that one too and, yeah and Coraline. yeah remember Coraline? um and then uh there was another one i can't i can't remember the other. but but they're like you could with a family you could go through like just stop motion animation there were like five or six of them that I are like the, all halloween based the thing with stop animation is it looks creepy anyways so i yes. think it just sort of lends itself to the halloween sort of spirit so yeah <laughs> it does so I'd, I'd recommend that for you folks who have young families <laughs> but still want to stay in the horror genre <laughs> the halloween theme Go to the uh, go to the stop motion animation side. It's good. <laughs> well, you know what else could be scary? What's that? The pop five. Yeah. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop <laughs> Five. Well, here we are, the pop five. We're going to be looking at the top like five things in pop culture that that we think are pretty cool. And uh, Larry, what's number five this week? Well, there's it's a pretty solid list this week. Uh, we're going to start right off at the top with a little Marvel news. We haven't t- uh, talked about Marvel in a while because really there hasn't, well, I mean, we talked about Marvel and we talked about the fact that there hasn't been anything Marvel related. Right. Um, but this this time we, we've got Spider-Man and there are lots of rumors and stories. What do you got on this one? Well, this one's kind of cool because it looks like they're going to be bringing the Spider-Verse or the multiverse to Spider-Man, which I think is really cool. So they, Doctor Strange has been confirmed to be in Spider-Man, which already means something weird's going to happen. Uh, Because he's got a movie that has to do with a multiverse as well. 
Um, so this might be the starting of that and getting into the Doctor Strange storyline. Yep. Uh, Jamie Foxx has pretty much confirmed that he's going to be playing Electro in these Marvel movies or in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Uh, which means he's from the other Spider, the Sony Spider-Man series with um, Andrew Garfield. So he also said he won't be blue in this one, apparently. Oh. So, he, But he'll still be the same Electro from the other one, which okay. says that there's going to be, a, might be a little bit of uh, like um, layering of, the, of all the different Spider-Man verses because I've also heard that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield apparently they say they're confirmed that's a rumor but it sounds like that might happen so there could be all three spider-mans from all three spider-man movies really which could be really cool that would be really interesting because they were so different like the toby Maguire and the and the andrew garfield spider-man spider-men <laughs> were totally different like the way they portrayed the character yeah. so i think that's gonna be very interesting to yeah, see how they blend them all or yeah it should be cool It'll be, it'll be interesting to see who else they end up getting um, yep. in this, like who else uh, ends up being signed to this. One of the rumors is that Spider-Man's going to have to battle like a, a whole series of villains and the other two Spider-Man are going to help him. Now, I don't know if this is going to bring in the Spider-Man from uh, like the Miles, is it Miles Morales? The Mom, one? Yep. Yeah, the one from the from other the Spider-Verse. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to introduce him in this. Who knows who's going to be in it, but uh, they're really crossing these guys over. It's going to be also really interesting to see what they do with the with the costumes, uh, like to see if if uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man outfit is the same one that he used back in like those movies and the like Andrew. Do you know what I mean? Because the, yeah. it is, the the outfit has evolved so much over the movies. It'll be interesting to see if they have like those retro uh, outfits. Oh yeah, through. it'll be it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Like that's they kind of did this with DC with Flash and all those yep. where they did that. So it'll be cool to see how they do it with Marvel if they end up uh, putting this together the way everybody's hoping it's going to go. But uh, so this movie again has been pushed to whenever. It's supposed to be uh, to December twenty twenty one is oh. when this movie's supposed to be cut out. So it's not too bad. It's not too far away. No, no, that's because it wasn't going to be this year anyway, was it? Was I don't think so. Year? No, I think it was supposed think... to be early next year, summer of last year, or yeah. next year or something. So they pushed it back a bit. But, yeah. Uh, so that's not that's not a huge delay. No, nope. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all right. Um, and speaking of new uh, movies coming out, the trailer just dropped for Stephen King's The Stand, um, and this time it's a like it's a another limited edition series. Um, yeah. Now you've you've read? Have you read that book? I read the book twice, actually. Really? Of the few books I've actually read, yes. <laughs> I read The Stand twice. Um, okay. I love The Stand. I, the miniseries was a pretty good ad adaptation of it yep. uh, that came out in 1994. Uh, so this one, they'll be able to even, like, there's a lot of things they, obviously, they meld characters together and things like that. So it'll right. be interesting to see what they do in this one. Now, can I remember the book from that far back? Not really, but uh, okay. my memory is more of the miniseries now than of the book, but... Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll pick it up again. But it's a you thick book. It. It's big. It's yeah. A huge book. But it looks really cool. The, the trailer looked pretty cool for it. Yeah. And this um, has got Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. It starring is. in it, which is an interesting choice. I think she is a good fit. Uh, so, I, yeah, it's, it's going to be a different take, I think, than the 1994 version. Yeah. So, in the, in the book, it's very funny because it's, it's about a plague that wipes out 99.4% of the population. So it's, it's very similar to what's going on now in a way. Yeah. Uh, but this group of survivors is pulled together and there's sort of like a, a good and a bad faction, like evil and, and good. Uh, so a lot of it takes place like um, 
following the characters sing, like as single characters till they right. all eventually meet up. And that's, that doesn't happen until like probably I'd say maybe halfway through the book, like they wow. all finally meet up. So yeah. there'll be a lot of like single storylines sort of, sort of happening, but it's, it's, it's a good story. It should be pretty cool to see what they do with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, the trailer was, was well done. Um, so I, th- I think, you know, I think there's a lot of potential for this one. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's supposed to be December this year as think, well. So, I, yeah, so I think, I think so. it's done. I think it's ready to go. It's just a matter of uh, it coming out. So, yeah. And I, I mean, at TV properties, I think it's easier for them to launch them because people stay at home. It's the, it's the ones that you have to go to the theater that are getting pushed. Yeah. So as long as a, a series is done, they'll, they'll probably stick to their schedule. Yep. So yeah, so that's good. So we could actually see another Stephen King property this year, which is, I mean, anytime a new Stephen King property comes Pumping out, out that Stephen King, <laughs> we're all over it. <laughs> all right, number three. Speaking of things that are delayed and movies that are delayed, we have a list because, of course, we had a whole bunch of movies that were scheduled for this year, like huge blockbusters. Everybody was super excited about what was coming out this year. And then the world went the way the world went. And now everything is delayed. So in the last few days, they've started releasing new um, uh, dates for these big blockbuster movies. And some of them we're going to have to wait a while on, which, which was sad. So I'm, I don't have the whole list. There's a, there's a, you can look it up online, but I, I just, wrote down a few of the the big names that we were all looking forward to and and here's some new dates for it um a quiet place two now we're talking about horror again quiet place two was supposed to come out in march of this year yeah um but it must have just been right on the cusp of this whole pandemic so now it is april of next year so a year we have to wait for that one the new james bond has been pushed several times and then was supposed to come out in November. Yeah. Originally it was supposed to come out in April. It's supposed to come out in November. Now it's coming out uh, April 2nd of 2021. So they're delaying that one for a year. Uh, Black Widow uh, is, was supposed to come out in May. It is now May 7th, 2021. Unless they push that again, they pushed that to the fall too. And it's now been pushed again. I, I feel like that one's done. Like it's, it's gotta be finished. Yeah. It's um, done. It's ready to go. Yeah. I think it's just, they're, I think the problem was they, they wanted to push it. Well, let's talk about the theaters in a second. Let's go, yeah. go through your list and then we'll, we'll okay, talk so, about that. Uh, Candyman, which was one that I was really looking forward to, the remake. It's the Jordan Peele remaking Candyman was supposed to come out in June. Uh, now it's coming out. It's been moved to 2021 as well. Um, Soul, the new uh, Disney Pixar um, yep. movie, which apparently the reviews are starting to come out. They're saying it's probably one of the best Pixar movies. Oh, wow. uh, it was supposed to come out in June of this year. Now they're thinking it may just go straight to Disney+. Plus. Same, same thing that they did with the last Pixar movie. So that might be the happening there. Wonder Woman um, has been pushed, but now there's also talk of it going to a streaming service. So it may not even go to theaters. Yeah, um, it might just go streaming. Um, Top Gun Maverick was supposed to come out in June. It is now July second, twenty twenty one. So a full year down the road. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife was supposed to come out in July. It's now March fifth, twenty twenty one. So that movie's just disappeared off the map, eh? Like, remember I, how like yeah. everybody's so excited about the next ghost, this new Ghostbusters, and then yeah. it just, it like it literally just disappeared like a ghost into <laughs> 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 a ghost trap. It ghosted, <laughs> us. It ghosted us, Ghostbusters. <laughs> So March, March 5th of 2021, um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So the yep. sequel was supposed to come out in October, was supposed to come out this month, uh, is now June 25th, 2021. Um, I've seen nothing about that. Have you? No, I've seen not even a trailer or no, anything. So they, 
which is weird because it was supposed to come out this month, which means you'd think that they'd at least have trailer footage. Yeah, maybe but, they held back on it only because they're waiting to find a, an actual date. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, Halloween Kills, which we've talked about on the show before, we were super excited about. It's supposed to come out this month. Now coming out October fifteenth next year. So we have a whole year to wait, which means that um, Halloween Ends uh, has been pushed as well to October of twenty twenty two. Right. So that one's been pushed a year. Uh, Dune, which was which they've released the trailer and super cool and exciting was supposed to come out in uh, December this year. They've just announced it's coming out October 21st of next year. So that's a Uh, long way away. Uh, The Batman was supposed to come out in June. It's now March 4th, 2021. Um, And the last one I have is the Eternals was supposed to be November. It is now November 5th, 2021. A year, everything's being moved by like a pretty, pretty solid year. So that means that next year is going to be stacked. <laughs> and <laughs> they've also closed some movie theaters, right? Isn't there a chain that was closing? Or Well, they had talked about Cinemark in the States closing because they said that they're, they've run out of money and their, their parent company is a, a, a British company, I believe, who said that they were going to shut down uh, a bunch of the theaters there. But then that they, they put a hold on that, so it's not currently closing. But yeah. I did just read today that AMC theaters in the states have said that their cash flow like their emergency cash fund will run completely dry by the end of this year or january february of next year oh wow that amc is in trouble and that's i mean that's saying something that's a huge chain i I heard somewhere in canada too like cineplex might be in trouble as well yeah i mean i think they're all in trouble i mean really when you when you think about it i mean i've only gone to um i think two movies uh, in the theater, two or maybe three, uh, in the theater. And when I've gone, I, well, I went when I went to see Star Wars uh, uh, in because uh, I went to see Empire Strikes Back right. in the theater when it ran. I was literally in the theater by myself. I had there was nobody else in the theater, which was pretty cool, but there was nobody there. Really? Um, yeah, it was completely empty, um, and it was like a six forty-five show. Like it wasn't in the afternoon, or it was like a you know, but it was completely empty. So I think people are just not going. So, you know, any movies that are opening, there's no way they're making their money back. Well, this is my problem with this whole thing. And it's the chicken or the egg situation because people, there people are, are a little leery about going to, th- to the theater, but the problem is you have to give them something to go to the theater for, and yes. there's nothing out. And that's yeah. the problem. I mean, we can only watch so many retro movies, which I don't think they're doing a great job of putting in as it is. Like they occasionally they'll put something cool. Like, Empire Strikes Back, but it's not really advertised well, and they need to put something else in there to get people excited about, like, yep. like maybe all the Star Wars movies in a row or something to get people yeah. kind of like interested in going. But the problem is that the the studios aren't putting out the movies and they keep delaying them, so there's nothing exciting to go see at the theater, and, and so nobody's going. So there might not be theaters there for them to to release to when it comes time to release them because. These theaters need stu- need material. They need they need fresh movies to, to play, or else people are just won't be interested in going. So yeah. I don't know. Like the, the 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 movie it's the movie studios. They they have to like not they have to take a risk on it because luckily like New Mutants New Mutants is still playing. It's been playing yeah. for like ten weeks. So I mean yeah. I'm sure it's I don't know if it's made back its money, but I'm sure it must be close by this point because only because it's been in the theater for so long. So imagine like a. A, like one of the Marvel movies, like Black Widow sitting in the theater for like four, four to eight weeks. Yep. Like 
with nobody against it. Like that's, I mean, to me, this is a perfect time to put out a movie, but. Yeah, you'd think so. But it's interesting because uh, Tenant, like Tenant did hit the theaters. Yeah. Um, and I think it made 300,000 or something like that. Like it, it's, it's, I, I think it barely broke budget. Like it, it's, it's not doing ex- exceptionally well. But then they released um, Hocus Pocus back to theaters for October. Hocus Pocus outsold Tenant in the in the theaters when it was when it was there. Like, oh, it, really? Yeah, it it made more box office than uh, than Tenant did. So yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's a very you're right. It is a chicken chicken and egg thing. Like who, who's who's gonna have to break first to you know get the crowds back? And I don't I don't know. I just I hope, like, I was also reading today that um, Disney is now uh, reconsidering their whole theater component and pushing uh, harder on their streaming services. So it's quite possible that more, more and more Disney movies might be going directly to streaming rather than to theaters at all. So we might be finding that, that more big, big budget movies are going to go to streaming services and on demand. Yeah. You know, which means which means that the TV industry, like the the hardware, the buying a TV could skyrocket because people are going to want bigger screens. If you can't <laughs> go to a movie theater, you're going to want the biggest possible screen you have you can get because yeah. that's where you're going to watch movies now. Yeah, um, it's it's just it's weird, and I don't know what. To, and then the theaters can only hold so much capacity too, so who knows how how it's going to go? But hopefully, everybody will be fine, and some movies will start coming out. People will start showing up to movies, so. All right, so moving on to pop number two. Uh, speaking of movies, they've announced a remake of a movie that's that's uh, making me kind of sad. Luke, do you want to tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, they're going to be remake The Others with Nicole Kidman. Of course, that's the one where she lives in the giant... Everyone lives in giant homes. He's yep. in this massive mansion. Fly and the Manor. kids are... Fly Manor. Yeah, they're Bly Manor. And uh, <laughs> the kids are all... Uh, the kids are photosensitive, so she, all the lights have to be down and all that. And it, it's it's more creepy than anything. It's got a cool twist ending, but it's it's I don't know why can't they just remake this movie and call it something different or like uh-huh. make up their own movie if they're yeah they might not even keep the same script. So why is it the know. same movie? But it doesn't like this movie had a very specific twist ending. So yeah. unless they keep, if they keep that same twist ending, then people are going to know what the ending is. So what's the point in seeing it? And if yeah. they don't keep that twist ending, then it's not the same movie. So then. <laughs> it just this doesn't make it and like to me this is one of like horror's classic movies like this is one of probably in my top 10 favorite movies i loved that movie and i think and i there's i can't see any way to improve it so it doesn't make any sense to me why they would choose this movie to remake like i just i don't get it you know what they should do is rewatch nightmare on elm street when they try to remake it yeah, and then they'll see what goes wrong when you try to remake a classic movie. Don't. That's right. Just don't do it. <laughs> there's there's no reason for it. Please, just don't. Maybe it'll fall apart. Maybe this. Maybe the one good thing that'll come out of the pandemic is them saying, "You know what? Nobody's going to go see it, so let's not make it." Yeah, maybe that'll so. happen. Let's yeah. hope so. <laughs> That's what for. All right, moving on. Number one, number one, pop five of this week, and this is a biggie. Chuck E. Cheese is hitting the big time. <laughs> oh, What's happening with Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> What's that? What's happening with Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, the rumors are, it's not even so much a rumor, that they're making live action 
uh, movie with Chuck E. Cheese and an animated show with Chuck E. Cheese. They are bringing the Chuck back. <laughs> Is this so, like a horror movie or what it's no, supposed no. to be? Just a movie. No, it's just like a movie. Those it's lovable like, characters from Chuck E. Cheese exactly. that I really know that well. I've been to Chuck E. Cheese once, I think, in my yeah. life. Well, exactly. And I mean, t- technically, the, it could be a horror movie because those characters were pretty horrific on the stage. Like, they just. Like, they have a band or something. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look like that. <laughs> it was terrible. But um, so, Chucky's e. Cheese, I don't know if anybody knows this. I didn't know this until I read this. You may not know this. So, his name is Chucky e. Cheese. What do you think E stands for? No idea. Entertainment. It is. Charles Entertainment Cheese. That is his actual name. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. Um, so the the company, uh, the goal of this the news. So they've they've created an it's entertainment so division. I know. I don't get it. So the Chuck E. Cheese CEO David McPhillip McKillop said that his company has just launched its own entertainment division. And the goal of this new segment of the company is to get their brand ma- mascot. Charles Entertainment Cheese, um, by way into film and TV. First, but first, before they get into film and TV, they're going to build up the brand so everybody's super excited about it by for- focusing on merchandising and ch- and toys. <laughs> so, so going to be hot on this year's Christmas list is the Chuck E. Cheese playset. <laughs> so. It- <laughs> It's a business that right now is probably hurting because of the pandemic, because no one really can go there. Yep. They're, trying to, they're trying to build up a character that has been around forever that no one's ever cared about. Not so much. Nope. And, and with a pizza that is the worst pizza I think I've ever had in my life. I remember we went there and I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to try this, this pizza because yep. it's Chuck E. Cheese. And I, just, I assumed it was this nice deep dish, like beautiful pizza. No, nothing. Terrible, Terrible. Terrible pizza. <laughs> The only thing good about Chuck E. Cheese was the salad bar. <laughs> and that and that was questionable too. <laughs> so that's it for the pop five this week. I, I think it's time after Chuck E. Cheese to move <laughs> backwards in time. And let's get ourselves back into that pop capacitor. Here we go. pop capacitor where we look back at a film a tv show or something in pop culture and we review it again uh it is october it is yep. the month of horror movies so we are looking at a movie called Pumpkinhead. Yep. this movie came out in january 13th 1989 stars lance hendrickson the budget 3.5 million which was probably pretty decent for that time and it went on barely to make over 4 million <laughs> so the movie didn't do as well as maybe they hoped i think though in uh, home video release after that it's become more of a cult classic yeah. later on so yeah it's 86 minutes in length which i love yep. <laughs> it's a good, that's a perfect horror movie length oh, and perfect. uh so let's talk about pumpkin head so lord right off the top like give me a little bit of synopsis of what happens in this movie well this is interesting because i would never seen it this is my first time watching this movie so i didn't grow up with this cult classic but um but essentially it's uh, i mean it's it's a horror movie but it's more about folklore and um like the 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 lore around this pumpkin head type demon that 
uh, people can call upon and summon to um, take care of their enemies or do you know something to people that they don't like. So in this situation, uh, a, a father, it was just a father and son. Um, the son uh, was outside playing. These, they were a rural, like a small town, because these things all yeah. happen in small towns. Uh, small town setting, the, the father and son are, you know, very nice little family. Um, city slickers come into town. <laughs> oh, not the city in their, slickers. In their big car, big fancy cars and their motorcycles. And, <laughs> and they're stirring things up. <laughs> and and uh, one thing leads to another and the little boy is, is killed by the city slickers. Yeah. So that prompts the father to kind of go out of his mind and summon the demon pumpkin head to take care of the situation. To get revenge on these city slickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I thought this movie, like just as a, just as a quick synopsis, uh, I thought this movie was awesome. Like I, I really enjoy this movie. Um, yeah. I thought it's, it's really well done. So right away when he, the kids are introduced, the, uh, and this is really hick. Like the, the people like Lance Hendrickson and, and the people in this area are like super like backwater. Yeah, like, really backwater. Like, and it's really hick. Yeah. And they own like a little like um, sort of variety store, a little general store. Yeah. And that's where the kid is when the, uh, when they accidentally kill this kid. Um, but the, when, the, when the, as soon as the, the kids show up, I'm like, oh no, this is like, like it's a classic, you know, stupid kids that are just, dorking yeah. around and whatever and i'm like it's the it's a simple one um but i noticed when it when they actually killed the kid they actually it was pretty realistic well, like their reaction yeah it wasn't like they're all like let's just get out of here like like they're they were actually very concerned for this child and one actually stays behind till the dad gets there which i was surprised at but the yeah. it, it freaked the kids out and it was like a which in most of these movies they don't really seem to care that somebody's just died but this one they were actually like Looked like they were feeling a lot of guilt over this, and yep. um, the of course there's the one kid though that can't. He's got like the the tough guy character that's got to get out of there because apparently he's he's wanted by the police. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> but but if they said it was an accident, like they could probably gotten away with it. But of course, as soon as you run away, you look really guilty. <laughs> yes, exactly. But but that's true. Like there's there's a very long sort of scene right when the kid is killed about like just panic like the like what do we do no you need to run and get the, the police i'll stay here no we need to help we need to like it, it felt like what what would really happen in that situation it wasn't a typical horror yeah. movie or like you know teen movie where yeah everybody was like oh, let's get out of here it just it <laughs> didn't feel like that so it, it it added a bit more realism i mean a bit more realism to the situation which which and and it also separated the good kids from the bad kids because there's like a group of them there's maybe eight kids or yeah right kids it separated the ones who were obviously bad and like we got to get out of here we can't be with the ones that are good so yeah, yeah. it set them up you know so then you had a bit more sympathy for you know some of these characters than you did for the others it's not like they're all bad and you just want to see them all get killed by pumpkin head yeah like, they're not all bad like they they you know it's a, i think i think that really helped like that one scene really set up the the characters in such a way that it you, you felt a lot more for them during the rest of the movie yeah and lance yeah. henderson plays harley who's sort of the main character uh, his son so his son's killed sometimes it was funny too when people die in this movie I, you can see like their eyes kind of moving or like yeah. a hand will like 
slowly move. They're supposed to be dead. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard when you're like have to keep a, a, a straight shot on someone for a long yeah. time, I guess. But because there's a part where he picks up his son and you can see his son's arm move around his neck. Yep. Like, when he picks hold him on. Up, hold just on, make sure he didn't fall off. Yeah. Well, I thought he was alive. I thought, oh, the kid's not dead. Well, that's what I thought, but then I realized he was dead. But I'm like, oh, he's just, I mean, he's just a kid, right? Trying to yeah. act. So it's like, which I thought the kid did a good job. We should also uh, mention this is the first uh, directorial movie of Stan Winston, who uh, who's the special effects artist who like world renowned, who created all kinds of like iconic car- um, monsters and creatures and things like that. So he this was his first directing experience. So he created the Pumpkinhead character and yeah. also directed the movie. So the, you know, I mean, so there were things that were maybe you know a more seasoned filmmaker may not have allowed to happen but you know <laughs> this is his first jump into the director's chair so <laughs> we could forgive him a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so harley goes and he takes a son and this is where he finds he finds there's a legend of this witch that can bring back this pumpkin head sort of character i yeah. don't know if it's called pumpkin head in the movie or yeah they, 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 they do yeah. yeah so he he finds the witch and i thought this witch was really cool looking yeah she, like was she was actually yeah. kind of frightening. <laughs> she was probably more frightening than Pumpkinhead, I thought. Yeah, a little bit, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because she was in this room with, like, this fire, and so you only saw, like, the glow of her face, and she's, like, super old. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, she, she tells them how to go to this graveyard, just to dig up these bones of Pumpkinhead, and then they end up creating Pumpkinhead from, from what was left, which was, like, yeah. the blood of him and his son, and then the bones of this of this pumpkin head character. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty graphic. Like I mean that's that's pretty gross. But uh but it's it's but it's this whole folktale thing of how you create this that's I thought was a cool twist. It wasn't just like a monster. It wasn't just like a killer creature. And and by the way, he doesn't actually have a pumpkin for a head. He no. Just, his head is sort of maybe vaguely shaped like a pumpkin, I guess. But but he doesn't have a pumpkin. He looks so here's the thing that that I kept going back to this movie reminded me a lot, a lot of alien. Yeah. Um, not the movie itself, but the creature because the creature is, looks very similar to a xenomorph. Yeah. Uh, like, like the creature from alien in that it's always drooling. Like there's always like uh, drool coming out and he kind <laughs> of stalks around like a, like a, like the alien creature. Like he looked very similar to He has an alien type head too. He's got like the sort yes. of the farther back part of the head like the alien does. Yep. Like. And the the tall shoulders, like the bony shoulder kind of pieces. Like it looked like he he definitely took inspiration from the creatures in Alien to create this thing. Yep. Um which was a little bit distracting for me just because I thought like it's, it's too similar. But it was still a really neat creature. Like it was still really well done. But uh, but it, but just if you need to visualize something, that's sort of if he's he's more orange than he is black, like the aliens. But but uh, but he's very drooly. He got very a lot drooly. of stuff. Out. This creature is very out. drooly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so the creature lovely. was pretty cool. It was. It actually looked really good. It was really well done. Yeah. And uh, so basically, the the creature then starts to hunt down all these kids and killing them. With the first kill that Pumpkinhead does is the kid that actually stayed behind and, and had remorse for this child. Yes. Which I'm like, why would he kill him? Like, it's yeah. like that kid probably, anyone should have been let go and not killed. Like, because yeah. if he's only going at, but I guess it, they're all guilty by association apparently. And they just go after <laughs> The pumpkin head doesn't really care who, yeah. they're, they're all one group to him. So they're exactly. all. Exactly. He was, he was summoned to kill. He'll do his job. 
He's like he's like a mob hitman. That's right. Not, not asking questions. <laughs> you pay now, me to kill a dude, I'm gonna kill a dude. <laughs> now this is where I thought the movie was really cool because the kids did show remorse for this child, and it wasn't like they're like only the one wanted to get out of there because he didn't want to get caught by the police. Right. But because they did, he felt for the kids a little more because he didn't really think they deserved it which is also what Harley didn't think after this, this thing started killing it. And he's like, this is wrong. Why did I do yeah. this? This is like not the, what I should have done. So yeah. then he goes after the pumpkin head to kill it before it kills any more of the kids that he basically told the pumpkin head to kill. Yeah. So it's like, cause <laughs> it's he realized, cool. he realized that he's like, this was not a good idea. I should not have done this. This is like, I'm as bad as the kids that killed my son essentially right like yeah it becomes a, a, a question of morality at that point but it's it was so cool like i thought that was a cool twist on it and it was it was totally different from horror in general because you don't usually get i mean because by that point he's he's pretty much like the pumpkin head like he's controlling pumpkin head like he's part of you know so you don't usually get remorse from that side of it <laughs> in yeah. a horror movie so that was a really interesting take as well i thought and then um it, like I don't want to give away the ending because you may be interested in watching it now, but the ending is a re is really cool. It's a really neat twist, and again, it's all folk folklore, and it it gives you a bit more uh, insight into like where this pumpkin head creature comes from and why it's all still around and and that sort of thing. So it's a it's a I thought the ending was really a cool twist that I did not see coming. Yeah. Um, and, but it's, it was a, it was, it was almost like a, a I don't want to say a sweet twist, like a, like a sweet, like storyline, but it was not, it wasn't scary. It was just a really interesting way to, to end a horror movie. I thought it was very, it was very cool. Definitely could have opened it, opened it up for sequels. <laughs> Which it did. <laughs> there's quite a few sequels after this one yeah. i think there's like four or five sequels or something that's like ridiculous yeah. that they no one was interested in because no. uh i it must have made enough money that they're like awarded a sequel i guess i don't know like well i just, feel like i feel like in the 80s movies didn't even need to make that much money to create a sequel i think they they probably recognized that they had a cool character yeah. And they were like, well, you know what? We can do more things with this and build more of an audience. And, you know, I don't think, because I think now it's all about box office. Like a movie has to make, you know, a certain amount of money or return to warrant a, a sequel. But if like, obviously in the, in the 80s, that's not the case because you've got like 16 or 17,000 leprechaun movies. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure none of those made tons of money. <laughs> But the, and then all the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Streets and the Chucky movies. And like, as long as they came up with a really cool uh, villain or a character, I think they were just like, let's just go and see like where this ends up. And it's good that they did that because that's what creates a cult following. Yeah. Even Amityville had, like I was looking at it yeah. I'd watch it and they had like, like a ton of sequels, like of different, yep. different varieties of the, after that movie came out just trying to capitalize on that whole story. What, yeah. one, I think one of them has like a lamp was sold at a garage sale that was from the house and yeah. it started haunting the people. So it was like, <laughs> that's how bad it got after a while. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's, but, but it's, they're still fun to watch, but they're not good movies. They're definitely not making any money <laughs> or not very much. But, but yeah, yeah. For, for an 80s movie, I thought it was pretty solid. Like I didn't yeah. think it was, there wasn't a lot of like, continuity things i noticed or like i thought that it was like well done well acted like lance hendrickson's always great like when he yeah. does stuff um he's, he's so intense like he's just an intense person 
And yeah. uh, I just thought it was just a really well put together movie with the, with the, like the whole pumpkin head, like, um, uh, like, what do you call that? Like a, the legend and everything yeah. else, like all really flowed well together. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. The whole movie, I don't know if you saw this or not, was based on a poem. Oh, really? Yeah. The a poem, the poem of Pumpkinhead. Um, we'll try to find it and, and post it on our socials, but it's not very long. It's actually really short, but it's, it's a cool idea that, that he found this poem and thought, you know, this is a neat idea. This is a cool character, something called Pumpkinhead. And, you know, let's, it's, let's, try to expand on it and build on it and and i think he was really successful like i, I think it i think it worked so I, I heard it was uh based on uh peter Pumpkinhead by crash test dummies that's what nope. i thought i heard it was based on that song so i nope. don't know uh... you were grossly misinformed oh okay sorry <laughs> yeah, <you heard> <laughs> i don't know where i'm getting my information wrong. from exactly but <laughs> probably from your own head <laughs> i couldn't even say that with a straight face it was so no. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew this, I knew that was going off the rails, whatever you were going to say, because he couldn't get it out. <laughs> I guess he crashed his dummies without laughing for something. <laughs> but, but anyways, but, so, and all in all, I thought this movie really held up. It's really worth yep. another watch if you're going to be watching a bunch of horror movies this uh, October. I thought it was just, just a solid movie. And it's only 86 minutes, so it's perfect yep. length yep. of a horror movie. You take out the credits and it's like 83 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's yeah it is it's it's solid like if yeah if, if you're looking for classic 80s horror it's got to be it's got to be in there you got to yeah, watch it sure. it's, it's 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 a solid one it still holds up all righty yeah. hey, that's another podcast i think just, that's it just that's like a whole that. podcast right there <laughs> we almost need a sound effect to get out of the pop capacitor we need like a like oh, get yeah, back in should. the car and come back. We should because <laughs> you work every, on that. We'll see. We realize that every every pop every uh, podcast we do, we're stuck in the past at the end of it. There <laughs> we are. We never come out. <laughs> we, never, we never left the pop capacitor. No. <laughs> we just keep getting deeper. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this is all done, we're gonna be like li literally living in the Jurassic era. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're gonna keep going back and back and back. Watch Land of the Lost <laughs> next. Will be our next. <laughs> So thank you everybody for listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, we had some delay issues on, on YouTube. So there might be a few delays here and there, some frozen faces once in a while, but Hey, that's technology. And what else can we'll, we do about it? We'll call that the curse of October. It is. It's the October curse. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.